This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Rights Heating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. After a motion to delay the vote until February failed, a new $66.8 million Danville budget, when fund transfers are figured in, was passed Tuesday night by the city council 10 to 3. Recent salary adjustments due to an outside firm's comparison of city salaries with other municipal salaries around the state continued to bring about concern that the budget was being rushed. Mayor Ricky Williams Jr. was adamant that with the new fiscal year not beginning until May 1st, adjustments can be made through April 30th, but he didn't want to see departments held hostage. Department and division heads need to know what kind of finances they're working with so they can determine which projects we go forward with when in the next year. Vice Mayor Tricia Teague is concerned that efforts to improve the salaries might hurt those with seniority. And I don't think it's equitable to put employees that have been here for multiple years, um, you know, maybe 15, 10, 19, at the same level of employees that just got here maybe a year ago. Mayor Williams says in his eyes that's been addressed. Anyone who has worked here 30 years or more will be receiving $10,000 above annually what the salary study recommended their wage be. And those who have been here between 20 and 30 years will be receiving $5,000 additionally annually. As for the proposed change in cannabis dispensary zoning laws that would allow for dispensaries to be in B2 and B3 zoning areas as well as just along the Lynch Road corridor, that vote, despite a recommendation from the Planning and Zoning Commission, went 7-6 to six against it. For Alderman Ed Butler, it did not matter one bit if Danville would receive additional tax money from more dispensaries or if dispensaries go nearby like Parkway went to Tilton. To Butler, it was a matter of Danville saying no and making a statement. It's not always all about money. I just don't want my city, Danville, to be a part of a drug ring. You know, to have all these drugs come in to Danville, we have enough problems as it is. Vice Mayor Teague countered that with the state allowing licenses in this area, since Danville's been allowing them along the Lynch Road corridor, well, the whole picture's a little confusing. The state has already said what's allowed around here, so the only way that we would be able to change that is to undo what we've already done and, you know, and do it like some other cities have said and ban it all together. We didn't do that. Now, Mayor Williams says since the last two applicants for the Lynch Road Corridor were rejected, one by the council, one by the Planning and Zoning Commission, the best bet now is to communicate with the commission, and he thinks expanding it on Lynch Road has more support now among aldermen, therefore could be among commission members too. I think that they were kind of taking a cue off of us, and my hope is that they see now that a vast majority of the aldermen would support additional facilities out on Lynch Road, that they would actually support it as well. So far on the Lynch Road Corridor, Sunnyside is in operation, and Seven Point of Illinois is building their dispensary. A law involving funding for public libraries in Illinois that created political divides is set to go into effect in January. The law says that in order to be eligible for taxpayer-funded grants, public libraries must adopt the American Library Association's Bill of Rights, essentially forbidding book bans. Illinois Secretary of State Alexei Giannoulias says the legislation instills trust in librarians to determine what books are made available. 
This legislation is important because both the concept and practice of banning books contradicts the very essence of what our country stands for and what our democracy was founded on. Shannon Adcock, president of Awake Illinois, says the priority of the state should be redirected to improving results from the classroom. We wish they were as focused on improving literacy as they are focused on trying to get pornographic material accessible to minors. According to the Secretary of State's office, Illinois awarded more than 1,400 library grants last fiscal year, totaling $62 million. A couple items on our website, vermilioncountyfirst.com. First, Buffalo Bill wide receiver and Danville native Trent Sherfield in town Friday the 22nd. For an event for kids at the David S. Palmer Arena, 6 to 9 p.m. free of charge, 5 to 16-year-olds more on the website. And Congresswoman Robin Kelly seeking a paid intern for her Danville District office. More on the website about that or call 217-516-4556. I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.